This is Rush to Reason. You are going to shut your damn yapper and listen for a change because I got you pegged, sweetheart. You want to take the easy way out because you're scared. And you're scared because if you try and fail, there's only you to blame. Let me break this down for you. Life is scary. Get used to it. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job first. You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same, and there's a big difference. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Are you crazy? Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. With your host, John Rush. All right. Happy Monday, everybody. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us today. Appreciate it very much. And uh, back from vacation. Thank you all, by the way, for last week and Andy for filling in Friday. And I know they did movies involving music, which is good they did while I was gone because that's not my forte, as you all know. And I will be, and I'm fine with that. And I'm fine with Andy doing that. So, Andy, thanks, by the way. Appreciate that. Today's impossible question of the day. Answer this on the RushToReason.com website. What is the term when someone keeps buying books but never reads them? What is the term for when people buy books but never read them? And I'm, I, guess, I guess there's people that do that. I'm not one of those. I, you know, I'm going to buy something. I'll read it. Although I will say that I get enough free books that typically I will give books away on a routine basis because there's no way I could read every single book that I get, these several, in some cases, a week. Uh, anyways, people buy them, I guess, and don't read them. There's a, name, there's a term for this. which There's a term for everything, so that does not shock me. All right. Al Smith was going to join me today and uh, in... And, and Al gets busy. Uh, all of the folks that I have here do. So, and Al, I realize that you're probably on a call or doing something and not even able to listen in right now. So I will do my best to cover for Al. And uh, I just know this. There is a lot of scuttlebutt going on right now. And I read some of this even while I was off last week. I, as you guys all know, I do my best to not pay much attention to news and things like that when I'm off. But, you know, being the 4th of July and so on, I did as much of that as I could. And I will tell you that there's, again, a lot of scuttlebutt involving, you know, kind of the end of the economic uh, time that we know, and, and, you know, end of the dollar, things like that. And how much of that is true versus how much of it is not, I, I'm not an expert in that. I'll be the first to tell you. You guys hear my opinion from time to time when it comes to things like that, uh, but that's not my area of expertise. That's Al's area of expertise, Golden Eagle Financial. And when it comes to, you know, what do I do next? Where do I invest? Where do I put my money? What's the safest place to put my money? All those sorts of things. Again, I am not your expert in that. Al is. And so if you're thinking, hey, I need to be doing something different than I'm doing right now, Al's the guy you need to talk to and figure out exactly what it is you should or shouldn't be doing. I'm not that person. And I have thoughts, feelings, and ideas on things along those lines. And do I think the collapse of the dollar is near? No, I do not. I, and I think Al would probably agree with me. Can we see ups and downs in what's going on economically? 
Always will, of course. Yes. Is the end near? I mean, I'm, I'm seeing things out on social media, folks, to where, you know, you, you better listen to Ready Radio on Fridays from 2 to 3 and be figuring how to pack up and head to the woods because there's some folks out there that think that's what's coming. I don't. Now, do I think you should always be prepared and be ready? Absolutely you should, including the things you do with Al. Should you be ready financially for anything that might come your way? Absolutely you should, and you should be prudent in that, and I think that's very wise on our part and very biblical, by the way, to be wise with the things that have been given to us, being a good steward of those things. Yes, we need to make sure that those things are in order, our house is in order financially and so on, and Al can help you with all of that. And he's got a plan that is different for every single individual in the situation that you're in. Nobody's alike when it comes to that. No two, no two individuals, even in a family, are going to be exactly the same. There's going to be different needs for each person. You know, you know, a brother and a sister, two brothers, whatever the case may be, maybe even from the same family. It's not going to be the same for each one of them. There's different lifestyles, different choices, things that have been made, different amount of kids, grandkids, and so on. What do you do when it comes to all of those things? Every one of those has to be tailored to your specific situation. That's where Al comes into play. Golden Eagle Financial, 303-744-1128. And are we ready, Charlie? He's up next. We should be able to play him next. KLZradio.com. Again, Golden Eagle Financial, 303-744-1128. Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial is the coach you must have to prepare your retirement for any contingency. For more than 30 years, Al has seen retirement plans interrupted by the need for long-term care, sudden unexpected emergencies, divorce, or many other things that can stop you from enjoying your retirement. Al Smith knows that there's a 50% chance that you'll need long-term care at some point during your retirement and a 25% chance that the care will be for longer than a year and a half. These statistics are why Al works so hard to make sure that you're prepared for whatever comes your way. Al also knows that people often don't consider these events until it's too late to overcome them. Be informed and prepared for a successful, enjoyable retirement. Use Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial. Don't wait any longer. Schedule a short introduction at klzradio.com slash money to strategize your retirement dream. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC. A registered investment advisor, BCM and Golden Eagle Financial Limited are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. All right, Roof Savers of Colorado, and a lot of you, even last week, were hit by more hail. How much more do we have coming? I don't have an answer for that. But what I do know is you need to have your roof inspected if you've been involved in any of the storms that we've had, from the smallest of hail to some that are out there listening that may have even had baseball-sized hail. You name it, you need to have that roof inspected and then determined what to do from there, and Dave can do all of that for you, by the way. Now, I said this last, last time you know, we were together, that, that last uh, Friday before the 4th of July. And what I will say is this. If you look up and notice you don't have any huge chunks or anything missing from the roof, and you call Dave and it might take some time to get him out because he is swamped right now, that's fine. Your roof will be fine. He'll walk you through that. Point being, you don't have to call someone else just because just because it may take Dave a few days or even right now a week or so to get out to visit you. So give him a call, get on the schedule, get things looked at, and unless it's an emergency, if it is, he'll deal with that accordingly. But if it's just the normal routine, I need an inspection, need to figure out what to do next, he'll take it from there and tell you exactly what you need to do. Call him directly at 303-710-6916 or find him at rushtoreason.com.
Summer hailstorms have returned with a bang, leaving roofs across the front range in need of repair or replacement. You need to know what options will be best for your home. Here at Roof Savers Colorado, we pride ourselves in helping homeowners maintain their roofs through hail or shine. We work with any insurance company to get your damaged roof the replacement it needs. However, if you are looking to get more life out of your current roof, we also offer a 100% plant-based rejuvenation treatment that gives new roof performance without all the new roof costs. With over 20 plus years of roofing experience, we believe in helping you determine the right solution for your situation and through every season. If you think your roof has been a victim of hail, contact us to set up your free inspection and receive an honest evaluation about the condition of your roof. Call today at 303-710-6916. That's 303-710-6916. Or go to RoofSaversCO.com to keep a durable roof over your head. God. Country. Reason. Now back to John Rush. All right, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us today, by the way. I appreciate it very much. We do have a special guest joining us here at the bottom of the hour. So at uh, the uh, 3.30 mark here, I've got a guest joining us, sort of a late-minute guest uh, filled in for somebody else that could not join us today. We've got Cornell Law Professor William Jacobson. We're going to talk about uh, really what the Supreme Court ruled on when it came to uh, the discrimination and, of course, you know, a certain amount of hiring that you are not hiring, but, you know, applications that have to be taken when it comes to uh, college applications and so on and, and all of that. The whole diversity thing. We'll get into that here at 3.30. John from Cheyenne, what's up? Yeah, I got a two-part question sure. about the same thing. Uh, last week I caught one of your shows, and I never heard the result of your statement. You were t- talking about Burisma. And my question is, can you refresh my memory on Burisma? And the main important question was, there was a witness that was um, died. I don't know from what or how. Yes. But and I, I'll have to go back in my notes and figure that out. But, yes, uh, basically what happened was there was a witness to everything that was involving uh, you know, Hunter Biden and that whole, you know, debacle that's still going on, as you know, John, they're still investigating that. And there was a key witness that, yes, did, in fact, uh, in fact, I believe he didn't just pass away. He was murdered. And that's been now about three weeks ago. Yeah. Um, can you refresh me on um, the ins and outs of the Burisma and any possible future knowing of what happened to this witness? Uh, I, I've not read any more since that particular show that I did and talked about it. I've not read anything else, which is not a shock, John, in media regarding what exactly happened to him, if has there been any investigation and so on. I am guessing that the current committee will do some investigation on that, but I've not heard of anything. And of course, with last week being, you know, 4th of July week, I doubt much of anything happened at all. I have not heard any more on that at all since then. No. Okay. I hope, um, if you find out anything, you'll oh, I'll, I'll keep looking. Believe me, that's one of those topics that you know continues to crop up from time to time. And and again, the committee that's you know in the House right now that's looking at those things, uh, they're going to keep digging. I mean, I, I think the plus side to that, and I don't have it in my notes for today, but the plus side to that, John, is they've they've not given up. Now, there's a lot of folks that think because of the you know, the the deal that Hunter made with the Justice Department and so on, that that deal is done. I don't think the committee looks at it that way. They're, they're not looking at just because he took a deal, the thing's done and over with. 
and what is Burisma in general? What is when gas company Burisma, of Ukraine? It? It's a, it's a it's an oil and gas company okay. in Ukraine. Okay, that he, that he served on the board sure. for, you know, that he served on the board with, even though he had no prior and current knowledge of how the oil and gas industry works. Uh, yeah, I mean, he basically was being paid, in my opinion, to serve on a board that was essentially just money laundering when it's all said and done. You know, Hunter has no experience in that world whatsoever and has no ability to serve on a board like that. Yeah, now that you mention it, it comes back to memory. I, I can't keep all these. Um, no, no, no. That's It's a good question. If you can't, John, there's other folks that can't either. So, no, that's a great question. And, yeah, I mean, essentially, he's serving on a board position, making millions of dollars. In my opinion, that's just sort of a backdoor deal to then have influence into the White House itself. And that's exactly where all that came from. And that's exactly what they're investigating. There was all sorts of payments that came in from there, came in from China. Essentially, we had a situation where Hunter was the door, if you would, the door to the Biden family. And a lot of that money was being laundered through the Biden family itself. Yes, sir. I, I'm um, glad you um, brought that up. I had to refresh my memory. Thank you, sir. No, you're very welcome, uh, John. And that, again, that's what this committee that's working on right now to determine how deep did all of this go. And and Andy and I can talk more about this tomorrow. But the question really is going to become how far does the Democrat Party itself let that run knowing that they could end up using that as a scapegoat to not have Joe actually run in 2024, because his plan, we all know his plan is to run. And even the powers that be around him. My personal opinion is there's a division in the Democrat Party right now, which rarely is there. But I do believe right now there's a division on who's going to run as president in 2024. Joe says it's him. And I'm not so sure that's the case. Now, would I have said that three months ago? No, I said three months ago, Joe's your guy at that point. Today, I, I would not say that today. And I've said that before, even with Andy and I being on together. I would not say that today. I think there's a lot of backdoor things going on right now in regards to all of that. And there's some other folks jockeying for position, by the way. One of those being Whitmer, the governor of Michigan. She's really jockeying to potentially be a candidate. And if you don't believe me, there's some articles out that even talk about that right now. And would she be better than Joe? No. In fact, I think she'd be worse. Now, some may debate me on that, but she would be worse. Now, she would be a better candidate as far as trying to beat us in 2024 than he would be. And I think that's where a lot of these things going on behind the scenes are coming from. And who's the guaranteed ticket on either side? I don't think anybody knows. I'm sorry. I'm not going to go out there and tell you that it's Joe Biden or that it's Whitmer or that it's Gavin Newsom, which are also, I think, posturing and propping up to potentially be a candidate on the Democrat side. Much like we've got Trump, DeSantis, and others, Ramaswamy and others on our side, trying to position to be the ticket winner, if you would, on our side of the aisle. And, and I'm, I'm not as bold as Andy to go out and say it's going to be a, a one individual person. I, I, I'm not that bold right now. I've seen, and I'll talk about this with Andy a little bit tomorrow, we've even seen DeSantis slip inside of the party right now because of some things he's done in his own campaign that haven't gone real well. He's not attacking and going after it probably like he should be. Now, I say all that to say this. There's a lot of time between now and next summer. Does he need to be 
getting after it faster and even the Democrat side, do they need to be getting after it more, you know, more quickly than they are right now? No, frankly, I, I wouldn't say they need to. There's a lot of time between now and then. And I've said that numerous, numerous times on this program. I'm not going to tell you anyone I'm in favor of at this point in time because there's way too much time between now and when things really have to be decided. And no, I'm not picking anyone. I do think, and this comes after even doing some interviewing and even watching some things on Vivek, and I know a lot of people may poo-poo that. I tell you what, I think he's bigger contender on the Republican side than most people would give him credit for right now. And I don't think I'm wrong in saying that. There's others out there that would probably argue with me on that, but I think given his dynamic and the ability for him to attract certain individuals, especially young people, I think he will be a force to be reckoned with. And I don't think, and Charlie, do you disagree with me on that? I think that that's, I think he's somebody to watch is my point. I think if you just poo-poo him and throw him aside right now, I think that's a mistake. Now, how does all of this play out over the next six months? I have no idea, folks. I wish I had a crystal ball. I do not. Now, other things that I've heard through various you know, sources and different things I've watched even while I was gone last week, Will there be an election in 2024? Yes, there will be. Do not listen to all of the tinfoil hat-wearing individuals that tell you that something will happen and there will be no election. False. No, there will be an election. Every time we have an election coming around here over the past several elections, we even heard this all the way back in 2016, the same tinfoil hat people were running around talking about that, you know, there won't be an election. Hillary's it. There won't be anything wrong. There will be. I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to be one of those guys. So uh, let's see. We've got another Wyoming call. Must be John from Cheyenne. What's going on? <laughs> hey, John. Um, I figured I'd confuse you. Two Johns from You're Cheyenne fine. Not day. a problem. <laughs> um, you know, you were talking about it. It's 45 days till the first debate. Yep. It's... Seven months till the first, uh, the Iowa caucus or the first primary, one or the other. Uh, I think you're right, yes. yes. So a lot happened. Hey, and John, let me, I'm going I'm to correct you on something you just said. It's not a lot yeah. can happen. A lot will happen. Oh, all right. Well, I, a lot's going to happen. Yeah, I mean, and you, and you know that know just from the age you and I are and looking back at previous election cycles and so on. For anybody to sit here and have some sort of a, a crystal ball and tell you exactly what's going to happen is, is just falsehood. There's no way they're going to predict that. It's impossible. Right. And Well, just look at this. In 2007, Rudy Giuliani and Hillary Clinton were the front runners. Yep. Good point. And who wound up running in that? Yeah. So Great point. You can't predict. Um, I don't know if you saw it yesterday. I watched it yesterday morning. I was getting ready for church. Maria Bartiromo did a really nice interview with Ron DeSantis. Did you catch any of that? I did not, no. I do not. Okay. I don't watch much TV anymore, so you'll have to fill me in. Um, no, it just DeSantis made all his points. She asked him the tough questions, and he answered them straightforward. Um, but, he again, he's refusing to attack Trump, which, in my opinion, is a good strategy. I agree. What do you think? I, no, I think that's because a great strategy. I, I think that's, I think anybody in the in the party, and by the way, I think that's where Vivek is doing very well. He's not attacking anybody either. They're running their own campaigns regardless of what everybody else is doing. 
Right. And in my opinion, if Trump debates in August in that first debate, no. debate, if he goes to form and starts attacking all the other candidates and they don't, they debate on the issues, that could cost him probably 20 points in the polls. It could cost him. It could actually cost him the whole run, John, I believe. Right. Because everybody I know is sick of the New Yorker that I grew up with, 100 guys just like him that have to attack on everything Donald Trump. They love his policies, but they don't like him as a human. Am um, I being fair saying that? I think you're fair. In, I think you're fair in saying that when it comes to average voters in America. Now, when it comes to his own party, there is enough hatred for everything going on and support for him to where he polls very well inside of the party. Unfortunately, that ends when you leave the party. And that's what some of our side has to start looking at. And just remember, 40 percent. The voters in America are registered either as in. That's right. That's right. No, they, they, they are. They then, are. They don't have a brand preference one way or the other. They call themselves independents. Now, I think a lot of those independents will lean a little left. Although, if you look at where they're at in regards to their pocketbook, interest rates, all the different things that are going on economically, <laughs> they're going to lean more right this time just to make a change there. But we have to have the right candidate on our side for them to still pull, pull the lever for them. And although I pulled the lever for him twice, I don't think Trump is our right candidate in 2024. Oh, no, and and, and I've said this, and I'll keep saying it, John. If he is the person on the ticket, he gets the nominee, and there's an R next to his name, will I vote for him? Absolutely, positively. I will, too. A a resounding yes, I will. But I don't want that. No, I don't either. Now, going to the other side, going over to the dark side there, I think the dark horse in that is uh, Kennedy. I think if he runs the campaign he's going to run, a lot of the Democrats in the primaries are going to uh, vote for him over Biden. Yeah, only only issue is the party the- won't let him do it. That's the issue he's going to have. The party won't allow him to. Well, they, they can't stop him. They, he's oh, yes, got they enough can. Support in John, the, John, it's like the, the mafia. Yes, they can. Well, they can't. Yeah, what it they going to do what they did to his father and uncle? Uh, yeah, I mean, it, 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 it's the mafia. They can stop whatever they want. You and I both know that. I think we'd be really remiss to not admit that. If they don't want him running, just like Bernie Sanders, by the way, if they don't want him running, no matter how much support well, he gets in the populist end of things, he's not running. Right, because of the way their party convention and their primaries right. are set up. As, as, but, much as, as much as I agree with him on a lot of the vaccine end of things, he, you know, again, he's a Democrat through and through. So is he oh, a better yeah. choice of a Democrat than anyone else? Absolutely. But does he have a snowball's chance of getting the nominee? No, he does not. But if he does, just uh, hypothetical, if he gets the nominee against Trump, I think he wins. Oh, I agree. John, but... Um, I hate to say this, but you could just about take anybody other than Biden, including Whitmer herself, and they beat Trump. Uh, I don't know about Whitmer. Oh, yeah. She's really oh, yeah. she's no, further she, out there than Biden on she, the left. She's going to run on how she's been able to control things in Michigan, how she's given, quote unquote, things to the LGBTQ crowd and the women crowd, and she's lowered taxes. She's going to run on that. Trust me on that one, John. And the rest of the country right, well, won't care. And what's funny is the Democrats already said there'll be no debates before the primaries. Which is really dumb it, on their part as well. 
do they have to go back now if Biden can't run and change that? Because, say, God forbid, so, and we never want this to happen, but something happens to Biden where he can't finish his term out and Harris becomes president, which is scary in its own right. Are they saying that they're not going to have a debate and Harris is going to be their nominee? I think Harris is out of it. I think if they do anything with her, they'll say, listen, you've got to get your name back into the ring, and I've got something to play if I have time today from Harris. She is just so full of absolute word salad, John, that I just don't see how they run her on anything. If it's what you're going to play, what I think you're going to play, I read that, and I'm like, there's no... She has no comments. I can't understand what she's trying to say. She, she, she's, you know. and, she, and she's that way, as you know, John. Anytime she gets in public, that's and I'll play it right now. I can do it while you're on air. I've got, I've got just a few <laughs> minutes here before the bottom of the hour. Uh, let's just go ahead and play it, and I'll do it right now. Here we go, yeah. Charlie. Make sure the volume's up. Here we go. Well, I think culture is, it, it is a reflection of our moment and our time, right? And, and, and. Present culture is the way we express how we're feeling about the moment. And, and we should always find times to express how we feel about the moment. That is a reflection of joy because, you know, it comes in the morning. <laughs> we, have, we have to find ways to also express the way we feel about the moment in terms of just having language and, and, and a connection to how people are experiencing life. and I. All right, I'll leave it at that. John, what did, did right. she say anything of substance say? there? What, uh, what did she say? I, I, I have that no was idea. just a bunch of words thrown together. And if you've ever listened or took a class in public speaking or Toastmasters, if you use end and it and, it, and stutter, they, you know they, that means you don't know what you're saying. And she can't even read off a teleprompter. No, she cannot. Let her, she cannot. I mean, no, she, she, I, I, again, I really do feel she is, because of all of that, she's out. Yeah. She will no longer be VP after 2024, and her political career is done. She, she needs to figure mm-hmm. out now what she's going to do for a living after this because she's done. Oh, she's... Just like most of them, she's probably got enough money score of the way that she could live. Well, for the she's rest probably okay life. that way. But I mean, even when it comes to people bringing her in public speaking and so on, the only reason she's getting asked now is because she's VP. When that title goes right. away, it's done, John. She's done. Oh, I, I think the MSNBC will give her some money to go on there once a week and badmouth oh, the Republicans. I don't, I, John. I don't think she can. I don't think that's possible. Well, and if you look back on it. The Democrats in the past have had some really good speechmakers. I mean, Clinton, yes. Yes. Um, Barack Obama. I mean, if you gave him a written speech, he could deliver it like he was brilliant at it. Off the cuff, he wasn't great, but he was brilliant at it. Um, but they don't. I mean, Biden's terrible because I think he's got some kind of early dementia or I Alzheimer's. So. I, I would agree with that. And, I mean, and- I mean, I mean, you go all the way back a, to, I mean, they called Slick Willie, Slick Willie for a reason, John. He had the ability, oh, yeah. he had that silver tongue. He could, he could off the cuff just start talking. Yeah, and I know somebody who took care of their father in the last few years of their his life, who, and he says it all the time. He goes, that's what my dad was like at the beginning. Yeah, I, I, I so, think there's a lot of I'm, folks out there that would say that, John. But the Democrats will still, if Biden survives the next three months, will stay behind a mock step. Yeah, you're right. 
No, there, that, there is a core that will do that. You're correct. That's 30%, and then the 30% will go behind the Republican candidate, we hope. And then that's 40% in the middle have to say, okay, what's the best thing for our country? And, and, it, and as we need to be reminded on our side, it's that it's that percentage that really has the, the biggest weight when it comes to the outcome of the elections in America, John. And we tend to forget right. that as Republicans. And, and the biggest thing is you can't go, and this is where Trump is going to lose voters too, I'm going to go after, you can't say you're going to go after all these people that went after you. You have to say... There's corruption. We're going to clean it up. Yep. That's all you have you to say. That's right. And he's, I don't know, it's just scaring me because if we get another bad Democrat, that that pushes the country further over the limit. Can't argue that. John, I'll let you go hey, with that. Hey, John, have a good you day, too, buddy. You man. Appreciate you very much, as always. Thanks for the call. We'll be right back. Hi-Fi Plumbing is next. Keep this number handy. Anything when it comes to plumbing, they are the place to call. 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. Hi-Fi Plumbing will help you keep your basement flood free with the right sump pump solutions. Hi-Fi can save you from water damage and costly foundation repairs. A sump pump replacement isn't an expensive fix, but putting it off can lead to more expensive repairs like flooring, walls, and mold damage. Basement flooding can also lead to eroded foundations or even cause your house to shift. With increased rainfall, sometimes it's necessary to install a second pump to handle the extra water volume. It's hard to tell if the pump is working on your own, so have High Five come out and take a look for you. As a valued KLZ listener, you'll enjoy a waived service call fee and $50 off the repair for a $100 total discount. So call High Five today at 1-877-WE-HIGH-FIVE or go to klzradio.com slash plumbing to schedule your visit. Setbacks, resolve, no need to worry at all. I'll call High Five for this. Call High Five for this. Michael Bailey Law, he's our mobile estate planner. And again, he is somebody where you need to get that... Uh, that appointment book now because his summer is filling fast as well. 720-394-6887. If you don't use Michael Bailey, the mobile estate planner, the government will be happy to decide everything for you. It is up to you to dictate exactly what happens to your assets when you pass. Otherwise, a court will be happy to take care of it for you. They offer an easy 144-month estimated turnaround to sort out your assets. And in some cases, they can even draw your case out longer. Why would you want to put your family through the trauma of this kind of scenario and allow state probate courts and investigators to invade every aspect of their privacy? Doing things the right way now with Michael Bailey means that your dying wishes will be honored exactly as you intend. Completing a will with Michael Bailey means that your full estate will go to your family instead of a third or more going to pay legal fees to battle it out later. Let Michael Bailey give your family peace after your death by getting your affairs in order now. Get started by going to klzradio.com estate. A working business will be worth much more than the sum of its assets. You may think your equipment is worth some money, but you're probably wrong. Investors don't want to buy used equipment. They want to buy a working business. Selling a business that is operating smoothly will garner a much higher price than trying to auction off assets individually. A successful, profitable business should be able to keep operating long after you retire. John Rush can get you there in two years. He's done it with other clients. 
Get started now. Email john at rushtoreason.com. Now, back to Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Plumbing, Heating, and Air. All right, we are back. Several text messages came in, by the way, in, re- in response to what we were talking about a moment ago, John from Cheyenne. Again, thanks, John. I appreciate it very much. Andy texting in as well, and really nothing there that uh, any of them would argue about. Uh, the left is doing everything it possibly can to determine who its candidate will be, and I think they're really looking hard at it not being Joe Biden, of course. And then others are saying, you know, this this attack from one Republican to another. Just tell me what you're going to do for me and how you're going to help get the country back on track. And don't attack your opponent, because at the end of the day, on the conservative side, that opponent will have to be your, you know, your your commonality down the road, you, you know, your brother in arms. So be careful who you attack, because you're going to have to support one another if we're going to win this thing. That's the biggest issue i've said this before love donald trump dearly but that's the biggest issue i have with him is he's quick to attack and not bring people into the fold in the fold which we have to have if we're going to win things down the road we have to have more help we cannot do this on our own and he needs to understand that as well all right cornell law professor william jacobson joining us now founder of the equal protection project welcome professor how are you today Good. Thanks for having me on. I pre- very last minute today. I appreciate you, you know, you know, coming on as quickly as you did. We had an opening, you know, just because of the week last week, and you know how things are. But I appreciate you very much in doing that. LinkedIn, which I'll give you a little backstory on my end. I was a part of for a very long time. I've been a business owner for forever, really, since I was uh, age of twenty-two, and so you know, used LinkedIn in that in that particular world for uh, you know, really since its inception until about a year and a half ago, Professor, where I finally just kicked it out. I'm not in it anymore. Don't want to be a part of it anymore. Several factors involving it, some of what you're even going to talk about today, but they're under fire right now for diversity in recruiting. Explain, if you would. Sure. So uh, LinkedIn has a feature called diversity in recruiting, and what it does, to put it bluntly, is it manipulates the pools of employees that LinkedIn's algorithms find for prospective recruiters and employers. So LinkedIn doesn't have somebody who flips through a million resumes. They, they have algorithms right. that find them. And if you're an engineer, for example, or you're a high-tech person, because LinkedIn has a lot of those yes. sort of high-tech yes. sort of positions, um, the algorithm can find somebody with the experience you're looking for. Maybe they know, you know a particular computer language, or maybe they've had certain experiences. And it calls from the millions of resumes that are at LinkedIn, and it presents them up to the recruiters. Right. And that's all fine, and that's all good. But what LinkedIn does with the diversity in recruiting, for people who uh, consent to LinkedIn using their demographic data, we don't know what percentage of people do that. A lot of times people will do it not really understanding why. Yeah, they click the box and off they go. They click a box and off they go. That's right. LinkedIn, through this program, rearranges or manipulates what it presents to employers uh, to present a more diverse yep. Um, yep. population. Yep. Uh, so what it's doing is it's rather than saying who's got the best credentials, it will say who has the best credentials. And if we don't like the racial or other mix there, we're going to adjust it to get a diverse population. So it's manipulating the pools based on racial and other characteristics that are mm. protected by law and 
that is what it does. And at Equal Protection Project, EqualProtect.org, that I run and founded, we are have written to them and saying, you should not be doing this. This contradicts not only you know the recent Supreme Court decision, which right. while it was universities established principles or reiterated principles, but it even violates your own non-discrimination policy. You tell everybody who signs up for your website that you do not tolerate any sort of discrimination, but that's in fact what you're doing. Uh, yeah, so really what, you know, boil it down for everybody listening, if you are a business seeking certain applicants and out of that pool of applicants, LinkedIn throws at you uh, because they feel like it's too heavily weighted for maybe a 40-year-old white male that happens to maybe have, maybe there's, you know, 10 of those that crop up that really have the great credentials needed for that particular job. If LinkedIn says, no, 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 we can't give those 10, we've got to now find an Asian and an African-American and maybe a few females that we can throw in there, even though they may not have the same credentials and same qualities qualifications because they meet this other criteria of being black and or a female we're now going to throw them into the mix as well that's what you're saying right well that's what linkedin is saying <laughs> that's what i mean yeah that, now, that, that's what they're doing those, essentially not not in those necessarily those percentages no, right but right but but, it, but in essence are, that's what they're in, 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 in essence what they're that's doing, what they're doing yeah is they're adjusting the pool of people they present to a recruiter slash employer recruiter is kind of like a term of Correct. art at LinkedIn. Uh, to a recruiter or employer, they're going to adjust that pool based on diversity factors. So if you do not qualify for one of those diversity factors, you don't get that extra boost uh-huh. that others get. If you do not consent no. to your demographic data being used, you don't get the, the boost. But the key thing is, if you're not quote-unquote diverse, and they never really define that, but it's pretty clear what they mean, right. um, it doesn't matter whether you consent or not, because you're not going to get the boost. Uh, so it's really a pernicious system, and it operates, and I think we're going to see a lot more of this in the future, it operates at a systems level that nobody really sees. LinkedIn is not transparent about how the algorithm makes these decisions. LinkedIn is not transparent about what the employers and recruiters know about it. Do they even know they've just received a manipulated pool or do they not LinkedIn has not committed to that and so as an employer myself i would tell you they probably wouldn't know that that's something they're not that's not even entering their mind they're looking at oh these are a list of candidates that i have and oh by the way i've been trained to not look at the color of their skin or their age or their background even when it comes to ethnicity i need to just look at their qualifications period so in defense of the recruiter they're trained to not look at that william well, we, that's what LinkedIn has never come clean about because uh, LinkedIn issued a statement to uh, Fox News in regard to an article they wrote about this controversy, and in it, and they, they say that they are the, they're using this program to assist employers who are looking for diverse pools of candidates. So LinkedIn seems to be indicating that they are assisting people who want to hire based on these protected factors. So that, that's very troubling. That's why I'm saying yeah. we don't really know. Yeah. And on its website, LinkedIn says it goes out and it finds employers who've made a public commitment to diversity, equity, and inclusion, and it includes them in this program. We don't know if they know it, but I agree with you. This is mostly a LinkedIn problem, not a recruiter problem, but LinkedIn right. thinks they're doing what the employers want them to do. 
And I, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's just me as a business owner myself, but I doubt that's the case, uh, William. I want the best candidate that can come in and fulfill duties best so that I can make the most profit I can from that particular individual. There's nothing wrong with that, by the way. It's the way a capitalist society should work. And as a business, it's exactly how it should work. I want the best candidate that's going to generate me the most revenue, be the most loyal, make things happen for me on that end of things. I'll pay them well for doing so. But frankly, I don't care the color. I don't care if they're a Martian with white and pink polka dots. Can they get the job done? Yeah, well, in, in a better world, that would be true. Unfortunately, we don't live in a better world. We live in a world where there's intense pressure, particularly on larger corporations, mm-hmm. to meet various diversity indexes and diversity scores, and they will be criticized and called out by various activist groups if they don't meet those targets. So there is a lot of pressure, particularly yep. on larger there employers, uh, to hire based on the color of skin or other protected factors. And so LinkedIn seems to recognize this and is feeding this and is uh, providing what it thinks the employers are looking for, which is a a discriminatory pool of candidates where certain people get a boost based on their diversity factors. How does all of this, you know, even outside of LinkedIn, because we know this is happening in a lot of different organizations, to your point, a lot of larger corporations – how, at the end of the day, does this help move America forward by having the best workforce? Well, it doesn't, and that's the whole point. You often hear people say that these are very progressive policies, but that's actually not true. They're, They're regressive. Progressive. They're regressive. That's right. Okay. They're taking us back to 1953. We're in 2023, and they're acting like it's 1953, uh, and we're going to take the color of someone's skin into account in whether they get a job or not. I mean, that's essentially what this yep. whole movement is about. And so it's very regressive, and at EqualProtect.org, we, we fight against it. We don't care who's being discriminated against. If there was a program, an algorithm at LinkedIn running a program that discriminated against blacks or other non-whites, we would be 100% against Agree. it, just like we're against Agree. this. Agree, hundred percent. And I would be, I would be on your side. You know, having you back on talking about the exact same situation if that were the case. Yeah, and we see that all the time. We've challenged many programs, mostly in higher ed, but we're branching out beyond higher ed, where there is open discrimination. You can only get a job. You can only get a summer internship. You can only get, in the case of the Providence, Rhode Island School District, your loans forgiven as a new teacher if you're non-white. Right. And this is real. They're not even hiding it. I think Mm. that, you know, this is the problem that we have. Mm. Some people have convinced themselves that some forms of racial discrimination are okay, and we stand against that. We've said it many times on this program here, Professor uh, Jacobson, and that is the one individual that you're always safe in firing is me. I'm a 58-year-old white male. If you fire me, you have no repercussions. Well, let's hope we get away from that. You know, I think that that is maybe it's an age discrimination. <laughs> that might be the only thing you have, okay, uh, is age discrimination. Uh, but, yeah, it's unfortunate, and it's it unfortunate, is. and it's true. And, you know, I work on a campus, and, you know, this culture of demonizing, you know, white males is pervasive. Yeah, And we've got to get away from that. I agree. I agree fully, not just because I am one, but because it's wrong, period. Everybody should be treated equally based upon their merits only, as far as I'm concerned. 
Yeah, and that's what we stand for. So, you know, our, our motto is that there is no good form of racism. Yep, you're right. And unfortunately, some people think there is, and that's a problem because that only embitters people, that only, um, you know, divides society without advancing any just cause. And that's why we fight, whether it's LinkedIn or any university, and, you know, we get tips from a lot of people. <laughs> if there is a tip about someone doing this to non-whites, we would be on top of it in a second uh, but people give us tips at EqualProtect.org, and we've acted on a lot of them. All right. I tell you what, this is the first time I've had John. Love to have you back. You, As you can tell, you speak our language. We want to help you as much as we can. Next time something comes up you want to tell our listeners about, let me know, and I'll have you right back on. Great. I appreciate it. I appreciate it very much. Have a great afternoon. I appreciate that. We'll be right back. Absolute Electrical Plumbing, Heating, and Air. Again, don't forget to ask about the Quiet Cool System. Make sure you ask about their special tune-up, their 5280 tune-up special for your AC unit as well. Absolute Electrical Plumbing, Heating, and Air. Find them at klzradio.com. Your air conditioner is costing you a fortune, and Denver is the perfect climate for quiet, cool, attic, and whole house technology so you can save money and enjoy a cool home. Absolute Electrical Plumbing, Heating, and Air is now your source for quiet, cool technology. With a quiet, cool whole house or attic fan, you can use the cool evenings and mornings to your advantage by pulling the cool air in and pushing the hot air out, giving you a lower baseline temperature to start with and ensuring that your expensive air conditioner isn't doing all the work. The U.S. Department of Energy calls quiet, cool fans the most cost-efficient way to cool any home. Don't sweat your way through the summer this year or pay a fortune to run your air conditioner. Get a quiet, cool attic or whole house fan installed with Absolute Electrical Plumbing, Heating, and Air today. KLZ listeners can save $300 on a quiet, cool installation. Just go to klzradio.com absolute and fill out the short form. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical, Heating, and Air. All right, KNR Home Transitions, folks. Again, you get two realtors for the price of one, anything you need. And they're not going to nickel and dime you, by the way, for stuff they find that your house needs. They're there to help you sell the home, and they're going to give you hands-on service to do so. Find them at klzradio.com. You're stuck. You need to sell that house. Inflation means a remodel is going to cost a fortune, and high interest rates means your price is spiraling by the day. KNR Home Transitions uses a revolutionary new service called ReUp to do it all for you. ReUp will remodel your home at no upfront cost and split the profit with you when the home sells. Think about it. Sure. You could remodel the place yourself, put in the work, hire and pay the contractors, clean the messes, and market it online yourself. But your time is valuable, and you don't have months to do it and foot the bill for the work up front. You want your place sold now and for what you feel it is worth. K&R knows your market. They know what sells, and they can be a one-stop shop so you can go about your life without worrying about the stress that comes with doing a remodel to sell. Get started now by going to klzradio.com home or call them at 720-437-8210. That's 720-437-8210. All right, folks, all of your remodeling is at one place. Premier Home Remodels, doesn't matter what it is, they're there to help you. It can even be a complete new addition. You name it, they're there to help you. And, again, just give them a call, uh, klzradio.com or 720-619-8773. 
Premier Home Remodels takes a comprehensive approach when remodeling your kitchen, helping you thoroughly plan your project from beginning to end. Premier will help guide you through the process of your remodel in order to bring your vision to life so you can design a kitchen that will create lasting memories for you and your family. They will take photos and measurements of your current kitchen, creating a 3D reconstruction of your design that is exactly what you want. Premier considers every detail of your kitchen for its functionality and to assure your complete satisfaction. They are focused on your dream kitchen with your bottom line in mind, providing an overall customer experience at a higher level than other companies. A kitchen remodel will bring your family and friends together through entertainment and gathering. Premier is offering a 4th of July special where you will get a free kitchen design for the month of July. A $1,000 value. So go to klzradio.com slash remodel today to get your free 3D kitchen design now. Live and local. Back to Rush to Reason. We are back. Craig joining us now. Craig, what's up? Hey, John. I'm going to disagree with you a little bit. Okay. When it comes to the election in 2024, you're saying these candidates like DeSantis are better off not going on the attack mode? Of their their other Republican opponents, yes. Well, I'm going to, you know, go back to 2016 when Trump went after little Marco, uh, low energy Jeb, uh, you know, the insults were being slung around by Trump right and left. Did it stop him from becoming nominated? It did not. Now, you also recall in the Democratic uh, debates, uh, Kamala and Joe Biden went after each other, you know, with a vengeance. But then when it came to nominating Biden, who did he pick as his running mate? Kamala. Yeah, I'm not disagreeing with that. The downside to doing that, especially this early, before there's even any debates or anything along those lines, is down the road, the other party will use whatever you sling at the other individual against them. Well, with Trump, you know what you're getting. He's, he's You know, Leopard doesn't change its spot. You know what you're getting. Uh, DeSantis, you know, I, I think in some cases in 2016... Trump was the alpha male in the room, which is partly why he got chosen. If DeSantis wants to, you know, cower and, you know, put his head in the shell, turtle, um, I, you know, I don't think that's a good strategy either. I, I mean, I know in, it would be nice if in politics, if every candidate ran based on his positive things, the things that he has to offer, but in the current state of our country and politics in this country, it still becomes a mud-slinging event, I'm afraid. I'm not saying that you're wrong, but I disagree that that's the only way you can win. I do think you can still win by telling people what they need and what we need to do to get things back on track and focus on that. I'm not saying cower down, and you know me. I would never, ever do that nor advise anybody that I was advising to do that. But I also don't think that just going into a debate or even doing what what Trump's doing constantly by calling him, you know, Ron DeSanctimonious and those sorts of things. That's just childish, Craig. And if there's anything I could change Trump from doing, it would be that. Okay. Well, then, since you you mentioned, you know, put out there what you think. Who, who do you think out of all the Republican candidates that, we, that we're aware of at this point is the one most likely to get us back on track to where we were 2016 through 2020. 
Well, there's, it's not the same comparison, so you can't really say it in that manner. Who can help get the country back on well, track? No. We have several individuals I feel could do that, including the, some individuals that could go in an even clean house. And I, I don't think that there's just one individual on our side that can do it. That's the nice thing about our side. We have a very deep bench. We have, we have half a dozen that could go in and do that, Craig. Well, I, again, getting us back on track, I'm going to translate to reversing all the damage that Joe Biden has done to this country economically, industrially, politically. Um, you know, I'm sure he, you know. Again, I'll give you the answer. I think there's multiple individuals that could do that. No offense, Craig, you and I could enter the White House and do a lot of what you just said, not just with executive order reversals, but in many other ways. So honestly, again, we have a very deep bench when it comes to that. That part I'm not worried about at all. I'm more worried about somebody being tough enough and knowing who to drain the swamp of. That's what I'm more worried about. Well, how many really strong personalities do we have in the Republican category? A lot. I don't think we have that many. Oh, we have a lot, Craig. And Andy and I can even name a few well, off I'll, tomorrow, but we have quite a few. I, well, I'll disagree with you there. I, I, don't, I think you've got, you've got politicians like DeSantis, but as far as a strong personality, willing to Tell it like it is. Go, go, go listen to a debate, and I'm not saying I'm putting my, my hat in the ring for this individual, but go listen to a debate that, that Vivek has had anywhere out there with the news media, Craig, and tell me, you can answer me after you go watch that. Well, he's a brilliant individual. He's and he does not mess around. He does not pull any punches at all. Well, yeah, like you say, there's a, there's a lot of time between now and, That's right. and you know, the debate, but... Uh, uh, again, I, I think you're going to have to have a, an alpha personality, not just a smart. Person I won't disagree. A- I won't disagree with that. But we and, and I'll let you go with that. We do have that, Craig. In fact, we've got that even with the Christine Nome. So you can take a female alpha, if you would, and Christine Nome. Could she go in there and do the things that Craig's talking about? She absolutely could. American National Insurance is next. Paul Lewinberger, my good friend, by the way, would love to help you save money on insurance. Three zero three six six two zero seven eight nine. Paul Lewinberger will teach you how to pay for home insurance the right way, saving money on premiums while protecting yourself from catastrophic costs in the future. American National Insurance keeps premiums low by attracting clients who choose to self-insure the small stuff. Most people don't understand basic economics, so they file claims all the time, driving up the cost of insurance year after year. You listen to Rush to Reason, so you probably have a better head on your shoulders, financially speaking, than the average homeowner. Still, you can learn new strategies from Paul Lewinberger to practice responsible money management. The smartest homeowners only file claims in emergencies, opting to pay out-of-pocket for everyday expenses. Personal responsibility benefits everyone, enabling you to afford total loss coverage. Call John's personal insurance agent, Paul Lewinberger, with American National Insurance for details about his one-of-a-kind rebate program, 303-662-0789. The best export we have is common sense. You're listening to Rush to Reason. All right, I'll close this hour by saying I think we have a lot of folks on our side, DeSantis included, that if the gloves have to come off, would they fight barefisted to make sure they get their point across? I believe they absolutely would. You're not seeing maybe all of that right now because they don't have to do that right now. But I think as time goes by, you'll see more and more of that. So, Craig, to answer you, I think we've got a... a We have got a boatload on our side that could actually do that, frankly. We'll be back, though. Don't go anywhere. Hour 2 is next. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.